Hello everyone, and you are listening to Aussie Politics with Alex, and today we have decided to talk about the return of Donald Trump. Now, I had to skip an episode last week because I was pretty busy with some homework, but first, I thought I'd quickly talk about what I'm using to record. I have recently purchased a new computer, and I'm hoping, any luck, that the audio quality is much better. I can tell you it is a lot faster than what I was previously using to record. Now, we started off the week with the final vote of the impeachment inquiry. Now, many people weren't expecting this to be a big deal. Um, I believe at the last impeachment inquiry, there were only 47 votes to convict and 53 votes to acquit. Now, this time, with the Democrats taking control of the Senate, they were able to show lots and lots of highly confronting video footage of the attack on the U.S. Capitol. And it was absolutely incredible, and a lot of senators, I believe, ended up crying in the chamber. Now, very, very sadly, in my opinion... Donald Trump was not convicted, and I'm sure most of you know that. I believe it was seven Republicans that joined the Democrats, that was 57 votes to 43, to convict Donald Trump, and sadly, that's not nearly enough. You need another 10 Republicans. Now, I think the interesting thing is about who these Republicans were. Um, A lot of these Republicans either were moderates, like Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins, and a lot of the rest of them were retiring in the next thing. So weren't, these people weren't too worried about their political fortunes. Lisa Mikowski of Alaska, for example, has a new election system coming up where it's ranked choice voting, like in Australia. And she's less worried about a far-right primary challenge because moderates tend to fare well in these kinds of ranked choice voting systems. And despite Mitch McConnell voting to convict, I mean, sorry, not voting to convict, voting to acquit Donald Trump, He actually made some very, very critical remarks on the Senate floor, and Trump fired back, saying that the Republican Party can never again be respected or strong with political leaders like Senator Mitch McConnell at his helm. Sorry, if you guys can hear that background noise, they're doing some work outside, and I can't really control that. Um, uh, Which Trump said in a statement put out by a political action committee called Save America, political action committee. Um... I find it really interesting that Trump, now that he's no longer got the platform that he previously has, he's lost his Twitter account, um, which is fairly interesting. Uh, He no no longer can make executive actions, obviously, because he's not the president. But I feel that had it been a secret ballot, a lot more Republicans would have voted to convict because a number of senators actually have presidential ambitions. Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham, for example, both ran against Donald Trump back in 2016. And I think having him permanently out of the picture... I'd have been politically good for them, but they wouldn't have wanted to put their names to it because the Trump base is so large and fanatic that arguably they can't win another election without appealing to the far right of the Trump base. And that's why the Republican Party is in a bit of a rock and a hard place. Now, I wonder how Trump will feature in the next two years of American politics, because there's only another less than two years till the next midterm elections, where the Democrats could lose their majorities in the US House and the US Senate. And I think that we need to see what will happen with that. But Donald Trump, of course, having been out of the White House, has been a lot quieter since he can't be ranting and raving about what Joe Biden does on Twitter. And considering that I think Joe Biden's been a lot more normal, like there was a town hall the other day where he was um, talking about uh, student debt cancellation, which felt really normal. And I think a lot of Americans would be looking forward to that. But I think that Twitter made the right call to keep Trump off Twitter, but I think that's going to be, that remains to be seen, of course. 
Um, if we can talk quickly about Australian politics today. Um, Brittany Higgins, the uh, sexual assault that occurred in the uh, office of the Defence Minister. Uh, absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, I don't know how this keeps happening in the seat of our nation's democracy. Um, the AFP has launched an investigation into the alleged uh, sexual assault. Um, I don't really want to talk about this because it's kind of a difficult subject and I'm not really sure how to handle it. But um, we've had a couple of issues with these in the past couple of years with uh, Barnaby Joyce back in, oh, I don't even know when, but in the past couple of years. And I think it's partly because of the power imbalance that, and it's the widespread culture within Parliament House. And I'm not sure how much the ministers know about this, of course. But I think that it looks really bad politically for certain liberal members that campaign on family values but allow stuff like this to occur in their offices. I mean, that's, of course, up to the regulations that are built into Parliament House to sort out. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what the AFP investigation holds. Now, less about politics, but this was really interesting. Yesterday, I actually got up really early. I'm not actually that early, but I got up and watched the live feed of the NASA Perseverance lander orbiting, um, landing on Mars, which was really cool. And there are some really amazing photos. I encourage you to look on ABC News. Uh, if you look today, there are some amazing photos of it being lit, lowered from the sky crane. It's absolutely amazing. Um, it's got a really interesting mission. It's going to go look for life on Mars, which is, I think, what a lot of science fiction writers are dreaming to occur. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I don't really have too much to say today. I'm actually a little bit distracted because, again, I missed my podcast last week. And the, I, I live near where they're doing the light rail work, which, of course, was a huge political issue back at the last election. But they're being very noisy outside today, and I'm not really sure how I can make this podcast. Uh, I hope you guys can't hear it too much. I hope it's not too annoying for you. But I will talk about one more issue because this has been the major political buzzword of the week. Facebook has banned officially a lot of news sites and a lot of their posts. But in the crossfire, they have also banned a certain number of suicide prevention services and some, like, the rural fire service in Western Australia was also banned. And Facebook copped a lot of flack for that. And you'd think that would, fa- that would, that would hint that they might back down, but no, they may, they've indicated that they will not be backing down. And Scott Morrison has made an appeal to a number of other countries that, so that it will be discussed at the G7 summit. I think he's specifically um, spoken with Narendra Modi in India about uh, working on the media bargaining laws. Um, also this week, Kerry Packer's Crown Casino in Barangaroo has not been allowed to open still, which I just think is amazing, um, considering that they've... And now, because of this inquiry, the results of it, Western Australia and Victoria have both launched their own inquiries, because considering they've already allowed Crown Casinos to open in their states, they're launching their own inquiries into their casinos to make sure they haven't missed anything which I find really, really interesting. Um, I wonder where all that political donations money is going to now. I can guarantee you it's not the Liberal Party of New South Wales. Um, I think that's all I've really got to say today. Sorry for this has been such a short podcast, guys, but thank you so much for listening. Um, I'll talk to you next week. Make sure you give me five stars on Apple Podcasts, check out the Instagram feed, and thank you so much for watching. Bye-bye.